1: Four, three,
2: two, one. We interrupt
3: our program to bring you this important message.
2: A confirmed attack is taking place against the United States. Aliens from an unknown location have been reported
0: in multiple states. We are controlling transmission.
4: There is another world that awaits far beyond what we can see and feel. A place that's anything but ordinary. What you believe
1: might not be. Step into the zone of the best unknown. UFOs,
4: aliens, ghosts, big road. conspiracies, and cover ups. Into the paranormal. week.
2: From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I am Jeremy Scott, and good evening to you. Uh, I tend to think that uh, I am largely in control of my thoughts. Uh, No one is telling me what to say. Uh, In that case, uh, we have free reign. To discuss whatever it is we want here on the program. Uh, But imagine, imagine if you were not in control of your thoughts. Imagine if uh, this sort of thing pushed you to the edge, Uh, maybe even over the edge. Mind control is what we're going to discuss tonight. Mind control is a powerful tool, one that can be used to do exactly what I have talked about, being pushed to the edge, being pushed over the edge. You can make someone appear off of their rocker. You know, when they say uh, "You know that person uh, is hearing voices in their head, uh, they very well could be hearing voices in their head. Um, They may have been put there by someone or some group of individuals because uh, what, what starts to happen is it infiltrates the mind. It puts thoughts into one's head that may not be normal, thoughts that can influence action. I'm sure you've heard about MKUltra, which was an illegal mind control and brainwashing program that was operated by the CIA from 1953 to 1973, in which individuals without their consent, some too young to even uh, make that conscious choice themselves, as we'll hear, some had it begin from birth, drugged, experimented on, without their consent. Right now, there is a court in Canada that is deciding a class-action lawsuit over brainwashing experiments at Montreal's Allen Memorial Institute that happened in the 40s and 60s. The government arguing that it cannot be sued for the project that was allegedly funded by the Canadian government and the CIA. You see, MK Ultra. Not just the plot for a hit te- uh, show on Netflix, Stranger Things, but it has uh, actually tarnished the lives of many unwilling participants and their families, who have been faced with the reality of finding out what their loved ones went through and have to bear that. Some of these uh, survivors, well, they didn't really live to see adulthood. Others how their lives ended too early, if not by the experiments themselves and by the torture and the pain they had to live with. But it didn't end there because some survivors say that they are actually still being enslaved by a targeted operation against them. I can't imagine something myself. Um, There is uh, reports of this going on uh, all over the place, it seems. I guess no place is immune. Individuals are, are targeted because maybe they know too much. Maybe they have said too much. Uh, maybe just because the ultimate goal is to drive people to the edge, to uh, try to get them to do things that are out of character. So it is a sensitive subject tonight, and we will treat it with such, but I'm so honored that Ron Allen is stepping forward tonight To talk about the abuse and the programming that has been happening to him quite literally since birth. His story goes like this. He was given to the Valley Forge Army Hospital by his parents for 10 days immediately after he was born. That hospital was used for the CIA's Project Bluebird, which was the precursor to MKUltra. And he says he's been an MKUltra experimental subject since birth, and that he and his older brother were chosen for the program. Ron Allen, it is good to have you here on the program. To a rate. Oh, it looks like we, we don't have Ron Allen. Well, uh, the beauty of live radio. Maybe we can get Ron Allen on the program. Hopefully rather quickly, uh, sooner than later. We've heard about, uh, you know, MK Ultra. We've had uh, uh, family members on over the years. Ron, are you with us? Yes, I am. It's good to have you here. All right, can you see me in the video? Well, no, but neither can the neither can the audience cuz they're listening through the radio. So uh, Oh,
1: oh, well, there you go. <laughs>
2: so, uh it's theater of the mind as we say. So, you can choose oh, to uh uh put clothes on or you cannot put clothes on. I mean, it's up to you.
1: All right, got my skivvies going.
2: Well, That's a little too much information, but I guess that's what I get. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Ron, author of the book, 21st Century MK Ultra Slave, A Vintage Transhuman Tale. Uh, Let's try to uh, unwind this. Now, I mentioned that you were handed over at birth into a mind control program. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, my my father was in the Navy. He was um, a pilot and a radar innovator developer for um, onboard radar. And um, uh, we lived in Pennsylvania at the time, 1953. I'm the fourth son. And... my uncle had told me uh, when my parents passed away in an accident um, that uh, my mother did not want me um, because I was a boy and she had three other boys and she wanted a girl. Um, but it just so happened that um, the hospital that we went to, the uh, Valley Forge Army Hospital or General Hospital, as it's now known, um, was um, in 1951, uh, precursor to the uh, MKUltra, was the uh, Blue Bird Project. And that was, um, among other locations, being held at that particular hospital. And that was CIA driven. So uh, I'm a little bit um, vague on uh, whose decision it was to leave me there for 10 days. Uh, uh, I believe that she had been coerced or, uh, you know, it could be a matter of uh, this is... Um, you know, needed at the time we were in um, the Korean conflict and it could have been that they offered me up as a uh, patriotic um, um, doing their piece for the war. I don't know. Uh, But um, that's when uh, my first 10 days I've done regression uh, therapies a, uh, meditation type of regression where I was able to see things. And I had a dream where I saw the doctor and, um, I looked him up and, and then I've done quite a bit of research on this gentleman because he is the person that was in my dream. I was 52, uh, when I had the dream, um, uh, you know, and uh, I knew my brother uh, had something um, was involved in some kind of a, a project or something. He did, he was suicidal, and he was uh, in and out of uh, mental institutions and jails and things. And then he committed suicide at uh, age twenty-six. And um, uh, so uh you know I knew that something was wrong I'm down in Costa Rica I left the United States and I was living in Latin America and uh I started having these dreams and memories and uh you know I call that a memory dream by the way uh, because I saw the gentleman the Aaron T Beck, and and I looked him up on the Internet, and sure enough, that was him. He was—he had aged, but, you know, that was him when I was born as a newborn. Uh, there he was in uh, my dreams saying, oh, no, he's woken up. And he comes over to me, and then I, I woke up, and, uh, you know, I start piecing things together, and that's what it's been for me putting all the different pieces of things that have happened together to find out what actually happened. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of research on the different people and working on the Internet as well as um, getting involved with different groups and people to find out, to verify, to collaborate or corroborate and find out exactly uh, what it was that transpired. And um, the doctor that I mentioned uh, was a lieutenant in the Army at the time, and they uh, had a psychiatric ward. Um, they were dealing with the phantom itch. When a soldier would come back from war and his arm had been blown off, uh, they'd get an itch in their elbow. and that was that turned out to be um, you know their forte uh, dealing with people that soldiers primarily, but it was a psychiatric um, enhanced ward that I was put into as a as a newborn and um and that is the and the research that I've done on this gentleman. Uh, You know, he knew quite a few uh, people um, in uh, the uh, CIA. Um, I I wrote a little thing, or I've got it in front of me that is out of the book, and it speaks to this. Um, I had found a a photo of uh, Beck. He looked exactly like the man in my dream who now was quite established and headed an institution bearing his name. He was older, but it was him. He had modeled his career after a contemporary and adversary of Sigmund Freud's, Alfred Adler. Adler split from a group that both Freud and he were members of in Germany. To disprove, Freud's theory of instinctual drives and unconscious impulses.
2: Got to hold that thought there. Uh, Ron Allen is my guest, author of 21st Century MKUltra Slave, talking about MKUltra tonight.
4: Into the paranormal. Paranormal.
2: I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between paranormal and abnormal. We're talking about MKUltra, about mind control tonight with a survivor of the program, a targeted individual, Ron Allen, his name, author of 21st Century MKUltra Slave, a Vintage Transhuman Tale. Uh, to recap his story so far, born into MK Ultra, handed over to Valley Forge Army Hospital and into the hands of a doctor uh, who you were telling us about and uh, the suspicions involving his involvement with MKUltra. Ron, please continue.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, Dr. Beck studied cognitive traits uh, beginning with babies. He developed the Beck Hopelessness Scale, which can be used to predict if you're likely to commit suicide. He was connected to the CIA uh, as seen by his chosen constituents. Uh, he was associated with Martin Orne. And these a lot of these people are in the False Memory Syndrome Foundation which is a a group that um, is tied to the CIA, that uh, they uh, go to court and testify against the people who have recovered memories and uh, um, tried to sue or uh, criminal, I'm not quite sure which, uh, the uh, people that did them wrong as uh, their memories are coming back to them after a certain amount of time. With myself, it took 52 years for memories to start coming back. Uh, But uh, uh, my Dr. Beck, after he left uh, the Valley Forge Army Hospital... Um, He was associated with the uh, Department of Psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania, Um, and um, so was Orne, and um, even uh, people that were associated with um, uh, ultimately um, different locations that the CIA and the uh, psychiatrists, field uh operated um which uh included dietrich uh you know the uh fort dietrich? Where, uh yeah fort dietrich uh you know and um uh it's all intertwined uh these people have um you know they this has been going on for a long time, and it didn't start with the 50s, but it certainly gained a lot of traction, and um, you know, with the advent of Project Paperclip, and um, and I'm not convinced that uh, my Beck, uh, Doctor Beck, wasn't part of that himself. Uh, there isn't any. Uh, I've seen records change and get updated on the internet about him, and uh, uh, somebody is playing with his history. Uh, So, and that was what they did with Project Paperclip people. But I, you know, I I can't prove that. I don't know that, and it's just a suspicion. But his uh, uh, his mentor or his The person that he was um, developing his career after was a German uh, in uh, Germany.
2: So maybe a a tie-in there to a paperclip. All these are intersecting tonight. And I'm Jeremy Scott talking with Ron Allen. This is all happening without consent. We'll have more of our program after the bottom of the hour news break. And George Henry with Paranormal News.
4: Paranormal News samples from the first ever NASA mission to collect part of an asteroid are headed back to Earth on the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft. The samples of rocks and dust collected from asteroid Bennu three years ago will land in a return capsule in the Utah desert at Dugway Proving Ground on Sunday. It will reach speeds of up to 27,000 miles per hour as it hits Earth's atmosphere before being slowed down by a parachute. Completing OSIRIS-REx's seven-year mission, NASA's Melissa Morris says the mission has already achieved so much.
3: It's the first U.S. mission from the, to return samples from an asteroid. And that sample mass collected is the largest from beyond
0: the orbit of the moon.
4: NASA says it will offer generations of scientists a window into the time when the sun and planets were forming around 4.5 billion years ago. George Henry, Paranormal News.
0: In the early days of the Cold War, the CIA ordered the creation of a secret program intended to find ways of mind-control.
4: The American Central Intelligence Agency has been accused of manipulating citizens of
0: countries all over the world.
4: MKUltra
3: was a government program run by the Central Intelligence Agency. It was a mind-control program, a brainwashing program. The CIA was trying to
4: learn how to control people's behavior without their knowledge. It was here that the first halting steps toward mind control began. The CIA was seeking a new weapon aimed not at the body, but at the mind. Like a trip through a time warp, around and around we go. Into the Paranormal with Jeremy Scott.
2: I don't think anybody's going to sign up willingly for this, so the the key part of this is without consent. Uh, This is something that uh, these individuals didn't sign up for. Nobody signs up to be uh, a guinea pig. Oh, wait. (laughs) People sign up to be guinea pigs. I digress. Ron Allen is my guest tonight. Talking about his experiences in MK Ultra, born into MK Ultra, coming to the realization at age 52 that he was an unwilling participant. Right, Ron? I mean, you weren't a willing participant in this. And by the way, he went through a wormhole during the break, and here he is.
1: Yeah, no, I was not. Um, this was not by consent. And I'd like to add another thing to that, and this is without pay. Right. They have been getting their money's worth, and they haven't shelled out a, a nickel.
2: Not that uh, uh, that would be an okay bargain is if they paid you for this, but at least it'll uh, make you feel a little bit more valued.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Right. But I guess it's above my pay grade. So anyway, yeah. No, this is uh um I don't know if anyone um you know um uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh was um you know about MKUltra and uh those individuals were in a psychiatric ward in a in a hospital and Some of them were getting paid to take the LSD and and do some of that. So, but other than you know little things like that, this is without consent, without pay. uh, Everybody that's in the program, uh, you know, and and look where it's gotten us now. Uh, Everybody is having the wool pulled over their eyes about. you know COVID or, or the ukraine and um and this is all because of the repetitive conditioning that um we're getting through the uh main street media and uh it, it's cia um mk ultra learn tactics and um so there's a group of people that started with the MKUltra, but now it's worldwide.
2: You mean this and is happening all uh, over the world to people? Yeah, I think uh, you know, everybody's
1: being brainwashed at this point. You know, you see people, the anti-Trump people, uh, they're they go off the um uh track when you talk when you bring up his name or even if you don't bring up his name but um and it's conditioning it's um you know a form of brainwashing that's being done uh, via the television it's uh i can see it because of what i've been going through in the research that i've been doing but uh, you know it's far more difficult to convince somebody that it's been that they've been fooled than it is to fool them and uh you know you're not going to be able to uh quote unquote wake people up uh you know in large uh because it's just it's constantly being reinforced and that's why all the people are out there wearing masks that we see all the time so it's it's you know continuing it's getting to the point where it's uh uh everybody's getting uh you know brought in and uh and that is by design uh it's a a
2: global effort at this point in the 50s that was different Uh and, what do you, what do you um, mean by that? Everybody's being brought into this program regardless of if we're aware of it or not?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, in the 70s when the church committee had, uh, uh, you know, all the senators and everybody in, uh, you know, the the room and they uh, grilled the CIA and found out what they did about the MKUltra, um, they told them that they were going to close it, and that was that. Um, and so they never used that name again, but they still are doing the mind control, which is what it is. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a very difficult to... Uh, believe that you've been mind controlled when everybody is getting the same dose the same way. When you've got people that are uh, going to the hospitals, to psychiatric wards, and being given LSD and things like that, then it's easy to see that you're being mind controlled. But when it's coming through the living room television, and it's uh, getting everybody, your children, your parents, yourself, then it's pretty difficult to identify or to separate it from uh, what you perceive to be reality. But it's programming. And that's what mind control is, is programming. Uh, I myself went through... And go through something completely different. Uh, I'm subjected to uh, engineered dreams. They um, come into my uh, sleep with um, uh, my astral. Once I go into REM, uh, they come in and uh, they develop... Uh, a scenario, and my imagination in my dream uh sleep uh fills in the uh information uh surfing is one of the things that I've been doing for uh you know decades, and they are uh, they use that as a medium uh to bring in. Uh, people that they've got to put into my dream uh, this is like the movie Inception where they, um, they uh, drug somebody as soon as they fall asleep they put in a drug that takes them to their REM and then they uh, have a architect that puts in carpet, a building, a room, a a town, city, whatever, and the person's imagination in their subconscious fills in the gaps. Uh, If they have information they want to extract from somebody, they'll uh, set it up so that the architect takes a, a, a safe And uh, puts it so that the person dreaming will uh, go to the safe and obtain a document, which is what the architect and the team is after. They're working in my subconscious, uh, pulling up information of my life. I see my uh, parents' house, the family house. I see... Uh, you know, my travels that I've done, and uh, I see the people that I've known in my life, and uh, and uh, there's a homoerotic uh angle to it. Uh, I'm a male and uh, female, MK Ultra uh, is much more common, the monarch. Everybody knows about the sex kitten that you know works with the different uh presidents or uh uh entertainers, but the males uh you know we um we're programmed to be uh, put on task and uh you know I've had dreams where i've uh been a assassin and um and i've had dreams where i've uh i've been smuggling uh uh dark babies i say dark because i don't know if it was africa or where it was uh, but um what they do with me is they have a clone And this is um, not something that a lot of people talk about uh, because there hasn't been enough people coming forward with this information. Uh, Donald Marshall um, was a Hollywood type, and he's written a book on it, and uh, uh, he calls it being done in the REM, uh, rapid dive movement, when you're, um, deep in your sleep, but and that is when it happens. But it's with your astral, uh, your body, your astral body that is taken from you and put into their cloning people. I've had several dreams where I'm in a, a tunnel or a cave and. There's all these people sitting in chairs with blank expressions on their faces. They're normal people, but they're turned off. They're uh, they're not asleep. Their eyes aren't closed. Their eyes are open, but they've got blank expressions on their face. And it's like a, warehouses. And uh, these people are being brought out then and put to... Uh, work when they're um the person that they're modeled after or developed from uh, goes to sleep then the clone gets put into action and again it's through the astral uh, that's a a uh, a function that's being developed by the cia and Uh, plugged into uh, the MKUltra, but
2: it's... uh, You mean right now, as we speak, this is being developed? Yeah, uh, it's... uh,
1: How much it's being used. I have seen hundreds of people in... And these are dreams, uh, but uh, it's always the same thing. There's just rows and rows of chairs with all these people sitting in them and my dreams aren't like they used to be. They used to be, you know, just, Oh, there's a girl or, Oh, there's, you know, homework I got to do, or, you know, there's a, a surf contest or whatever, but now uh, there's super vivid. They've got a uh, uh, real clear uh, colorization and they're uh, very exacting in, in what's going on, and it's that programmed um, synthetic
2: dream. So you're saying that your dreams are, are programmed? Yeah. Ron Allen is my guest. We'll have more with him. Somewhere between paranormal and abnormal, I'm Jeremy Scott.
4: Into the
2: paranormal. It sounds like uh, it can be never ending as well. I'm talking about those uh, voices in your head or in some cases dreams. I'm Jeremy Scott into the paranormal speaking with Ron Allen about MK Ultra. Really about these uh dreams that he says are programmed. And so what what's behind that uh, Ron? Are you
1: uh meaning what it, it what is the end game that they're after by what is after that
2: well i mean are these is this the same uh group that uh ran the mk ultra programming uh or is this a yes I, I mean is the is that what is behind this yes it's uh you know
1: they they've moved on in what they're doing um the SWS is the Sentient World Simulator, which is a uh, Pentagon project, and they're creating a uh, digital world based on everybody that's on the planet. And they're feeding this with information that they've obtained. Uh, as they go you know they're doing the facial recognitions they've got all the fingerprints they've got documents they've got all the bank records they've been collecting all this information for our whole lives and uh, they're at the point now where um, you know and I'm uh, I'm able to see these things it happens to me every single night this has been going on for at least 10 years um, uh, that I've been back in the United States. And the uh, uh, the targeted individual aspect of what I go through is not where they uh, do the engineered or synthetic dreams. Uh, that's MKUltra. And the... Moved along version, whatever it's called these days, I have no idea uh, the targeted individual is people chasing others around and keeping you on a list if you say something about wanting to commit suicide or something, the FBI COINTELPRO pro keeps you on this list and then keeps you uh, you know being bothered by all the uh uh community uh informants that are uh reporting on you all the time Uh and they they have direct uh weapon uh energy weapons uh that they use and uh that's very painful and that's something that i go through but that's separate of all these dreams and uh that uh is uh satellite born and and as at the same time there's somebody that uh has uh you know handheld uh devices that they uh uh it's a frequency activity Okay so there's do. nothing
2: implanted in your head this is all done through uh frequency
1: uh primarily yes but I do have implanted as well Uh, but uh, you know jq public will not uh, need uh, the implants that's old school now they've got the frequency all these cell towers that are going up the uh, you know they're just so far beyond what their uh, proposed use is Uh, they're all interconnected and this is uh, where we've gotten to in the uh, development of technology
2: and because of that you're under constant targeting and surveillance oh yeah and it's just okay. something that you've gotten to live with well there's not a lot i can do about it
1: true that and so- um and, uh, you know, I'm uh, because of my involvement with the program since I was born and the inception of the uh, CIA was 1953, same as me. Uh,
2: you know, they've got uh, uh, a lot invested in me. I guess so. Uh, and I wonder then what is the ultimate goal with this to drive one to the edge or over the edge? I'm Jeremy Scott with Ron Allen and Alana Freelands coming up as well.
4: Here, Pair News with George Henry, exclusively on Into the Pair of Normal. never know where you'll land we can guarantee it will be into the pair
2: i just imagine uh, constantly looking over your shoulder being bombarded with information that's the life story of Ron Allen who's joining us to tell us about it his book is 21st century mk ultra slave a vintage transhuman tale a lifelong mk ultra participant uh, was experimented on since birth uh, without his consent. Joining us now is Alana Freeland, who is a researcher and writer who discusses and looks into MK Ultra, along with targeting and electromagnetic weapons. She's the author of several books, including Geoengineered Transhumanism and Under an Ionized Sky, and it's good to have you back, Alana.
3: Yeah, what a surprise. It's good to see you guys.
2: It is a surprise. Uh, We decided uh, almost at the last moment to uh, bring Alana onto the program, uh, but I couldn't resist the temptation. Uh, You're familiar with Ron's story, so what do you make of it?
3: Well, I was just thinking about it, and um, what I find, you know, I'm a big fan. fan doesn't sound like a very serious word but i'm a big supporter of MKUltra survivors uh truthfully because i'm still very angry about what the cia has done to this country uh it, it a lot of people think of it as an agency and i know much better than that it is not an agency it is a an operation paperclip Nazi presentation that has somehow taken over most of this country, and um, and so by helping MK ultras tell their story or being supportive of them telling their story, uh, I I therefore am um, continuing my one woman uh, uh, demonstration since the sixties. Do you know how long
2: that is? That's that's fifty. You've been doing years. this a while, yeah, Alana.
3: Yeah, and and it has birthed many things. I mean, I, I was a Waldorf teacher. I discovered Rudolf Steiner. Uh, I I have, am now Miss Geoengineering, and you know that's uh, thirteen years of my life now. Uh, I've been devoting to to laying out what is going on in the sky which also has to do with the cia i don't know if you know that jeremy but they owned the original patents for uh harp and so it's like endless 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 the cia so i was thinking about what to me what is most valuable in ron's story besides the fact that he's still being accessed which is unbelievable um is that uh, the astral body is involved. And, um, I mean, I'm convinced that, uh, that, uh, Donald, what's Donald's up? Uh, Marshall. Marshall. Donald Marshall is right that there is something to do with, uh, there's a technology that can actually remove the astral body. Once the person has gone into REM sleep and move it thousands of miles to someplace else. And, stick it in a, a clone. Uh, and um, to me, this is the, the horror of horrors because the astral body as Rudolf Steiner lays out very clearly is, is our point of consciousness as a human being in our bodies. And, uh, and to take it out uh, electromagnetically and transport it to a cloning center which is just a horror, you know, I can't even fathom the horror of the cloning center. Uh, and then to have, uh, to to use people's consciousness to enliven a clone and then use that clone for virtual sex shows is like the lowest of the lowest of the low. And, uh, uh, you know, I I, I just, I just can't believe Ron has been through all he has been through. And it is, you know, instead of just burdening him with remembering this story and with knowing this story, we all need to stand with each other in these times where there is such an inhumanity in these people uh so-called people, I don't even know what they are. Uh, they sell their soul for baubles and trinkets and they use people and they abuse people and they steal from each other and they lie. I mean, it, to me, I just can't believe how low we have sunk within my lifetime. I mean, I'm telling you, Jeremy, back in the 50s, yeah, we were just uh, we were just all really deceived by the end of the war and a chicken in every pot and two car garages in the suburbs and we were just like on some merry ride of money and we had no idea what these bastards were doing we had no idea that they were building up a a world in which it's all weaponized everything is weaponized and the armaments are just uh, they talk about it in in military uh, ma- magazines and papers, like it's some wonderful thing. i have, I have no idea what what is going on there. But I you know, I lived in a time where I had a real childhood, no TV, lots of nature, lots of playing outside with my friends and and on a farm and and with wonderful food cooked by my Romanian grandmother. I mean it, you know it was it was it strengthened me it gave me the strength to live through times like this and to keep writing and keep keep in people's faces about what's going on that is not good enough that you simply turn aside and feel bad that someone is suffering you know Rudolf Steiner said that the day will come in the future we're not there yet when if anyone is suffering anywhere and we know about it we will weep because we will know by then that we are all together in this we are all brothers and sisters in this and you know it looks like we're going to have to beat our way through these these horrific people that are are dedicated to evil in some cruel and terrible way. I mean, I, I I didn't know I was gonna talk about this, but uh, it has given me an opportunity to say what I truly think and why people say, oh, Elana, you work so hard, you never take vacations. And why do you do that? How can you do that? And and, and how can you put up with the danger to you? And well, this is why, because it's, it, it's incensing to me that, we can be so blatantly just sort of deadened inside that we are not bothered by these things. I mean, many people are. they They're members of my social media and uh, and they're very kind uh, regarding me. But you know, it's not about me. It's about everyone out there who's being mangled in their souls by uh, what is being allowed in this time so um you know i'm thrilled to talk to help and and be a support to ron uh and um and then you know it's great to have someone around that i can talk to like i have with elisa uh, elisa e um, talk to people who really know about this stuff because otherwise i'm surrounded by people who who don't want to know about anything that has to do with any depth Of perception of what has been allowed to happen to this nation. Uh, So, anyway, that's uh, you know, Ron is Ron is my friend, and um, I think his book uh, is um, extraordinary and sci-fi, and that it's really being lived by a real person. And then I was able to write uh, the introduction or whatever it was called uh, to talk about some of these national issues uh, of of what how, where this stuff came from. And for me, it came all from the deal cut by the Dulles brothers, Alan Dulles and John Foster Dulles with the Nazis for Operation Paperclip, bingo, that's it. That was the downfall
2: of the any greatness that this nation could claim. So is nanotech being used in many of the, these targeting? Uh, is that likely what's happening with Ron as well? I
3: won't. I won't bring Ron into it because he he has the issues of dream engineering going on, and um, and he is he is from a long time ago when the MK Ultra was still relatively young. Uh, and so has come out of various means of programming into what is uh, how he is being used and abused now. Uh, but regarding the nanotech, it is very important because I think that, that that revolution, more than AI even, more than artificial intelligence, the the issue of the nanotechnology may truly be our downfall and the truth is that if you read about the founder the discoverer of uh, nanotechnology uh that would be eric drexler uh i read a book about eric which was a kind of a promo book for him it seemed to me but still very informative uh called uh, uh nano that's the name of it, uh, and uh, I, I got a lot out of it because what I saw was that the even the discoverer of nanotechnology realized that uh, yeah I will uh, realized that um, this was uh, th- that he had doubts about it. Now he was in grad school when he when he made all these discoveries of nanotech, uh, and um, he had a, a group of bright guys around him and they were all working on the nano and they were you know constantly amazed because i don't know if everybody knows but nano is just really a a function of um the, the term nano the prefix nano is is really just a a function of the size and at that point we had micro we had microns uh, was about the smallest that it went, but more and more the technology developed to make it smaller and smaller and smaller, because just like transistors, if you can make them small enough, but powerful enough, uh, the cost of buying them is less and the, the, the functionality of them is long lasting, et cetera. So they've been going toward smaller and smaller and smaller. So the nano is a, is a, a, a function. But uh, what it really meant to Eric was that uh, you could make these with atoms by laying atom next to atom next to atom. So we're talking about an atomic level technology. A lot of people don't realize that. And the last time we had a a terrible, destructive uh, atomic level technology was the Manhattan Project.
2: We're going to pause right there with Alana Freeland. She's joining us with Ron Allen, and we're discussing uh, his story and about the tactics used to target these individuals. More to come without consent. I'm Jeremy Scott. We'll be right back.
4: Into the Paranormal.
2: Into the Parabnormal, I'm Jeremy Scott, Alana Freeland, and Ron Allen are my guests. Um, Alana was uh, talking about nanotech being used to to manipulate the mind. I want you to uh, have an opportunity to complete your thoughts, Alana.
3: Thank you very much. All right, so I've said that the founder is uh, Eric Drexler, feels that you could actually, because they're a biophage, these uh, atomic-level nano uh technologies uh nanos uh that are used that can be used to make buildings can be used to make a uh, big destroy u.s navy destroyers i mean you know you're talking a material that can be armed with electronics to become a transceiver for communications it can become uh, a part of a building that you could actually even Arm it so that you could send the message to it to uh, to implode so that there would be damage done. i mean, it it has so many versatile uses uh, for uh, a society like ours that it's used in in just a lot of things. It's in food. It's in the the packaged foods at the supermarket. Uh, and um I mean, you they don't have to list it. so we're talking a very dangerous technology that has been unleashed with no congressional oversight to speak of no oversight at all to speak of and uh how it works in people is because of the geoengineering you know this is my bailiwick uh it's coming down from the jets it's it's in the um it's in the uh jet fuel the jp8 fuel or the biofuel doesn't really matter uh it's it's uh it's being loaded into the chemical signature of the jet uh the chemicals that that big pharma wants us to breathe so that we can all become happy little own nothing uh transhumans uh so so you know when you start talking about the targeting uh let's let's just look at maui there's a very good example do you think that just was just all from a directed energy weapon from space? No, the the entire area had been prepped, uh, yes, with chemical trails overhead, but we're talking 20 years of chemical trails. That's what geoengineering has been running 20 years. And all of that is the aluminum, a lot of it's the aluminum oxide with all the nanoparticle, nanosol and the palm trees, they're in the soil. They're in the first six inches of soil. I have that on the authority of Francis Mangels, a wonderful biologist in California that has been in the anti-geoengineering movement since I have, from before, when I, before I came onto the scene. So, uh, so it, it, it arms uh, areas, uh, this nanotech. It's tiny. You can't see it. You can't prove that it's there uh, you would need, uh, you know, electronic electron microscopes. Or, or uh, I mean, it, it's it's silent. It's not discussed. It doesn't have to be listed in the ingredients. Like the take the uh, the serums for the CV19 uh, inoculations. It's not listed there, but. It's being found by everyone who does live blood analysis or dark field uh, microscopy. It's there, it's in the blood, it's in the serums, come on. It, that's the advantage of this technology. You see what a stealth instrument it is. So take a targeted individual. And uh, this is something I did an interview years ago, a few years ago uh, with a targeted uh, interviewer uh, about so that targeted individuals realize The nanotechnology that we breathe in, because it's on a nano level, we breathe it in, it goes in the lungs, it goes into the blood, it then travels through the blood all the way to the blood-brain barrier, slips in easily because it's so tiny.
2: Got to go to break with Alana Freeland, joined by Ron Allen. I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between paranormal and abnormal.
4: is paranormal news flatlining doesn't necessarily mean the end of consciousness according to a new study of cardiac arrest patients research by nyu's grossman school of medicine and two dozen hospitals in the u.s and britain found that some people who have technically died will show conscious brain activity up to an hour after their heart stops beating Those resuscitated also recalled memories of their near-death experience, suggesting they were still conscious while clinically dead. It
1: suggests that there must be some consciousness or awareness going on during cardiac arrest. And so we really try to test the hypothesis, essentially, that consciousness or awareness is going on during cardiac arrest, and there may be explicit recall of events.
4: Dr. Sam Parnia says these experiences provide a glimpse into the little-understood dimension of human consciousness that's uncovered with death. Death. George Henry, Paranormal News. The government is controlling my mind via remote monitoring technology and they've been controlling my sleep patterns and my mood
0: illegally without my consent started to follow me.
4: Because if you're a T.I., you're in an assassination program. It's like a worse nightmare that you know you end up waking up from. For the last year and a half, he's been systematically followed by a group of people. Stalkers can also track their target's location and even turn on a device's
3: camera and microphone.
0: It's an eerie practice aimed at your psyche to make you almost feel like you're going crazy. You said there is a global terror
4: network using chemicals of death targeting me.
3: They're going to do an interior assault on our country.
1: It's a way to slowly kill people
4: using their own decisions. Blurring the lines between the paranormal and abnormal. You're headed into the paranormal.
2: Slowly being killed with our own decisions. What a way to go. I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal. Back to Alana Freeland, uh, who was discussing about uh, how stealth this technology is and how it's used in targeted individuals.
3: Yes, thank you for letting me finish this, and then I'll I'll get out of your way for uh, for Ron. Um, so. The nanotechnology we've breathed in for twenty years now, most of it is, as I said, technology. Now, uh, it, nanoparticles have been with us for millions of years. they're They're throughout space, you know uh, but the the man-made nanotechnology is something else. And, and it has been specifically made, it seems to me for a a certain type of communication namely you've got the nanotech in you that would be trillions of these little nano guys that operate as swarms in a hive mind sort of consciousness you've got them all the way through your body and they are some of them are ensconced in places that they've been they've been assigned to that place and they sit there and they wait and they wait and they wait until they hear what I call their master's voice, that they're told what to do. They're given instructions. They're programmed to go and do something in that person. And that is the problem with this. You know, in a way, we don't notice it unless we get what we used to call Morgellons, where you have those sores on your body and the little wires are sticking out and going crazy because they love electromagnetics. But uh, if it's inside the body... Uh, then it is uh, available for instructions from remote centers that have, uh, and my guess is those are all 6G. They're wired to be 6G uh, because the 6G has the terahertz that can operate on this very, very, very tiny level. So targeted individuals can be hit from inside through their nanotech network what uh elon musk likes to call neural network yes we have a neural network in us now all of us this is vaxxed and unvaxxed whereas the vaxxed have my guess is they have something a little more uh dangerous in them and that is uh, was is has instructions for uh, a transhuman direction so uh yeah i think we're all going to be targeted individuals very shortly in fact we could be targeted individuals right now uh but uh, what will we do about it well there are things you can do to re, uh to minimize particularly your electromagnetic um internet of things internet of bodies footprint in your living space you know, this is not the time to have a really cool, fast download kind of 5G thing going on. This is the time to minimize all your electronics so that you are not so prone to being uh, grabbed by the 5G or 6G waves that are coming through your your domicile and uh, your body, I mean, <laughs> You may think I'm telling you science fiction, but I am not. This is how it works. And uh, my guess is we're all doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, A lot of us are because it hasn't been turned on. And that was the first thought I had, Jeremy, when I heard about the October 8 uh, uh, electronic, whatever that's called, uh, that we're about to go through when they're going to somehow flip on a certain uh uh what is it called ron it's october 4th
1: and it's the uh, uh emergency broadcast uh no. oh this is 2- the national 20-
2: eas test yeah, yeah. 2-
1: 22 p.m eastern standard time
3: and it was it was my first thought was oh is this the, the switch that's going to be turned on to bring all of us on in the internet of things. Uh, I don't know, but but I I would say to targeted individuals, you are about to have a lot of company in your ranks. You have been the guinea pigs leading up to these moments that we are now going to be confronting and figure out how we're going to deal with it. There are ways to deal with it, but not if you're neutral and kind of ho-hum about it, no, you, you gotta get, you gotta get involved in this. This is, this is hugely important because your children are not going to figure it out. It's, it's the adult's job to figure this out. And, uh, you know, I, I really want to support everyone who's doing that. All right. Alana, I'm going to check out guys. Thank, thank you, so you so much.
2: much. It's great All to right. have you um, here. Uh, Alana Freeland and, uh, Ron, going back to something you said earlier uh, when you were talking about the mind control coming through the, the television, uh, when Alana brought up the national EAS test, uh, it reminded me that these messages are going to be coming through televisions and radios and cell phones. Um, there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, I was referring to uh, mostly the news, Um, and it's because it's owned by the elite, the one percenters, you know, the George Soros and the, you know, same people that own the uh, Antifa and you still type in antifa.com and it goes to the white house um you know but that's they repeat these things over and over again and people are uh you know that's part of our humanity uh we hear something enough and we tend to believe it and uh you know the news is just steering the, uh, focus to where they want it to be. And, um, but
2: also there can be uh, signals like through the frequencies that we were discussing earlier, that even just by having it on can communicate with people, uh, and without them knowing it.
1: Yeah. I've had, um, something come out of the television that I when I came back to the United States after 13 and a half years absence, uh I started uh having tinnitus and I didn't have it before that. But the uh I there was a program on the television. I'm not sure if it was a commercial at that point or whatever, but the frequency changed in my uh uh tinnitus and uh it was a a programming uh activity so they're um you know they work on these things real time they've got somebody that uh you know those of us that are dealing with the targeted individual are astounded by how many people are involved Uh, it's part of uh obama's million man whatever it was where he was uh, wanting to have as many people in the field as uh, you know they've got in the army or whatever and uh, these are connected through the fbi and the uh, their use of uh, citizen informants uh, who a lot of times are brought out of jail and given a special deal if they plug into this program, and they work on the computer, they work with the television, and, uh, you know, you, it's, uh, uh, it's pretty astounding how far they've taken this technology and how uh, uh, mealable uh, it, it is to them. They're able to affect change on the fly. And uh, you or I don't see it happening, uh, but they're doing it. And it's causing effect on the people. And that's why there's, uh, you know, all the burning down cities and all this other stuff. That's uh, they're being programmed into doing all that.
2: Back to what we talked about at the beginning of the program about uh, this being used to uh, make people act uh you know maybe they've been infiltrated for so long and now uh they're going to do something about it uh, Ron give us an idea of of the ways that you have been targeted through the years
1: well um there's uh several um um avenues in in this and part of what happened uh is uh uh a a, a um, reptilian uh aspect. Uh I've had, I don't know, as many as ten or so uh, uh interactions with reptilians, uh both in my sleep and in my waking hours. And um the most profound one uh was uh, in my wake waking hour but it was uh it had a uh um opaque uh a slight like five percent opaqueness to it and uh to me that was um a um, a hologram uh that i was uh being um Put into or wrapped around me, or whatever the proper phrase would be. Um, and um, and they uh interjecting them into my dreams as well. Uh, you know, like I was saying before, every single night they're creating uh dreams for me, but uh, when they involve a a reptilian, it, it has a I don't know, a different feel to it or, uh, uh, you know, and I'm not sure, uh, what the, um, or to, um, uh, make it so that I, uh, speak about it so that I'm looked at as being, uh, you know, clinically insane or something, but, uh, uh that, that's one of the uh heavier things that's been part of the MKUltra um mind control. Um the uh uh the clones is uh definitely uh uh probably the most um uh profound uh aspect of the mind control um you know and where that ends boy i i just don't know um and you know i'm uh i i have to believe these things because they're coming out and they're showing themselves to me um i also have nazi uh dreams and um uh you know one's that involve, uh, like I was saying before, the, uh, murder and, uh, uh, trafficking. Um, and, uh, they, they go down, you know, there was one that was a cannibalism and, uh, you know, I, uh, that affected me to my soul. Uh,
2: it was, uh, got to hold that thought. We've got to wrap up our program with Ron Allen, but we've got to take a break first, and we'll do that right after this. I'm Jeremy Scott.
4: Into the Paranormal.
2: Appreciate you being with us somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal. If you haven't visited our website recently, we encourage you to do so. Parabnormalradio.com. Give us a like or a follow, whatever it is on social media. We love it when you spread our content and visit the Into the Parabnormal store where you can find all sorts of good stuff. That's parabnormalradio.com and click on the store. And uh, we've also got uh, other goodies there for you as well. Uh, from our sponsors, so uh, click around. We appreciate your support, and I'm sure Ron Allen would appreciate uh, your support as well. If you picked up a copy of 21st Century MK Ultra Slave, a vintage transhuman tale, uh, which he is unraveling for us here tonight, an MK Ultra survivor and a targeted individual, and with time winding down on the program, I give you the final say, Ron. What say you?
1: Okay. Well. um uh, last i was talking about the nazi uh dreams that i've been having and as well as the uh uh horrific um ones relative to uh assassinations and and uh, uh the like but this is um uh, you know something that is being uh thrust upon me and uh the targeted individual aspect uh these are uh abusing the bill of rights uh for uh us united states citizens uh they're just ignoring them um it has to do with pre-crime some fbi uh determined activity and um You know, they they have these sealed indictments and uh, you never even know that you're uh, you've got that. uh, But that allows them to not honor your Bill of Rights. Uh, It's, um, you know, taking over the United States in uh, uh, these ways that we're uh, we're we're left defenseless and we don't we have no idea what's going on. Um but um you know occasionally I hear a lot of uh chit chat and when I wake up I hear comments about what people experienced or saw when I was when they were uh watching or viewing my uh uh astral uh dream and uh one of the ones uh, that I keep hearing is that they want it um there's a faction of people that want me off the list so that this doesn't continue. Um, but that doesn't seem to be possible. Um, you know, like I say, they've invested. What do they have lot- to do to
2: get you off the list?
1: Uh well, it's what got me on the list and and what's involved in uh my being on the list uh, they've got a lot of money involved in uh me so uh you know it's pretty high up that they're um uh but i d- i don't know of lawyers i don't know of uh, anybody that's doing that work um you know for uh i i see different groups pop up and fade away um you know, on the internet relative to TI. are they trying
2: to get targeted individuals to to commit suicide? Are they just trying to get them to go away or do they want them around to torture?
1: uh, Well, there's an end game. And, uh, you know, even a suicide helps their end game because then they know how to push people so that that is the result. Um, and, uh, you know, if they have everybody under, uh, you know, as a targeted individual, then they'll know what to do because they've got a subset of the population that they have right now is TIs and, you know, there's a million or two or whatever of us and they'll be able to roll
2: it out to everybody, um, scary a thought to think about uh, Ron thank you for uh, being brave enough to come forward and, and share your story after all these years
1: yes you're perfectly welcome and thank you for having me on here to be able to tell that to people because I think everybody needs to know
2: my pleasure maybe coming to a uh, brain near you Wow. Uh, from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I'm Jeremy Scott. Good night, and God bless.
0: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.